What is up my people, this is Alex the Rebel, and you're listening to A Rebellious Adventure. The sole purpose of this whole podcast is to inspire you to get off your butt, stop daydreaming, and actually go out and do it. That's right, that book you've been wanting to do, write it. That podcast you've been wanting to record, record it. That song you've been wanting to write, write it and sing it. You got it. That's the whole point of this podcast. That's it. That's it. Why? Because there's too many people sitting around that have so much to offer and they ain't doing it. So get up, do it, attack it. Do not conform to the norm. Hashtag join the rebellion. You got this. Let's go. What is up, my people? I hope you guys are doing well. I am doing great. Today is December 31st, you know, so you're going to be hearing this in a few days on Monday. But, you know, it's a, it's a big day for a lot of us because we tend to wait for our goals for January 1st. So I really hope that this year you're able to achieve your dreams, you know, you achieve your, your goals of 2021. And that you may make the changes. Um, and like in 2020, you know, I, I set out to do a few things as, as, you know, this whole podcast is basically about. And by the grace of God, I was able to accomplish some things. And I, there's still some things I'm working on, which is, you know, it's good. You know, it's, it's, it's a progress, right? It's, it's a whole thing. But today is a um, special podcast because it's going to be coming out after my birthday. And that's an important day because I'm getting old. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, well, by the time you hear this, I'm 39 years old. Believe it or not. But I feel like a young man, you know, so I guess it's all about how you feel, right? <laughs> so, yeah, 39 years old, right around the corner. It's kind of crazy. But I thank God for, you know, for, for this life. I thank God for this year. You know, even with the craziness that's happened, you know, there has been some good things that's happened in my life. And that's what I choose to focus on. Right. Like I'm not choosing to focus on the negative um, because life is, you know, there's always going to be a negative aspect in your life. Right. So anyway, so getting right into the episode today, I want to talk about something that that had been a part of my life in this sense that and it's been a part of your life. But. It's a practice, it's a habit, it's something that I was taught a long time ago, um, you know, some aspects of it, and as I've gotten older, I've started to view it even more deeply and more different, right? And it's the concept of time, the concept of time, okay? So we're going to talk about time today, and what I really want to talk about is literally those hours and minutes, right? You know, that you see in your watch. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about time. I want to talk about time as the aspect of, you know, the time that goes by. And the really reason I, I want to talk about it is because I really think it's important. And since a lot of people are here are making, you know, New Year's resolution, I think this is one of those things that as adults, you know, is it, it, a good practice, right? It's a good practice to start, you know, viewing time in certain manner okay 
So one aspect of time that I talk about, I've talked about a lot, especially in person, is just about being on time. <laughs> so this is a, a, a practice that, especially in the Latino community, because that's where I'm from, so I don't, I can't speak on behalf of the black or the white as much. But as far as me and my Latino community, time is is almost like if it's subjective a little bit. <laughs> and of course, there are there are things that that time doesn't really matter that I have to learn. So I'll give you a little background. Ever since I was young, okay, even my mom would tell you, you cannot tell me what time we're leaving. You can't. And the reason was, because if you told me we're leaving at that time, at that time, I'm like, why haven't we left? Right? So my mom and my dad made it a practice where it's like, oh, we're leave, we're going to, you know, we're going to church or we're going to a party or we're going to Disney. Doesn't matter where we're going. We're going to school, whatever it was. So what she would say is like, I'll be like, what time are we leaving? She'd be like, soon. Right? Or what day are we leaving? She can't tell me because at that time, I'm going to be bugging her. So that concept of time, for some reason, I there's a thing about me being late, I, I just don't like. I really legit feel uncomfortable. I feel like my stomach turns when I'm late. You know, and, and the crazy thing, and you can ask my wife, the crazy thing is, if I'm like five minutes early, I'm upset at myself. To me, that's late. I'm not lying, and I'm not trying to superimpose anything on anybody else's belief. That that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is give a background of who my of my personality. And I, as I got a little older, my dad was very hard about being early for church. Right. So as I got in, into like a young teenager, and then a teenager, and then a young man, my dad was huge about time. Okay, being early. Right. Especially when I became a leader. So it's like I'm a leader now and now I, I have responsibilities. So I should be there first. So that's something my dad ingrained in me. Me and my brother will be in church really early, very early. Open up the church, turn on the air conditioner or help with my dad or whatever. Just be there. You know, I was a musician, you know, so I was in, in the worship team and my brother was a sound guy. And my brother and me, we just had to be ready, you know. Sometimes somebody wouldn't come to read the Bible, you know, like they, they had a miss or have a special or whatever it was. We had to be ready. So we were always dressed appropriately, you know. We couldn't wear jeans. So we had to wear a shirt with some buttons, at least the three buttons, you know, collar shirt. And we always had to be ready and we had to be on time, right. So th that concept of time was drilled in my head. And then... There was something that my dad taught me that, that connected time with me again. So <laughs> my dad was really big on like being a man of your word, right? And that really stuck to me as, as I got older. If I said, hey, I'll be there at seven, I wanted my word to have weight. I wanted my words to have meaning and I wanted people to be able to trust me when I say that, right? So when I would say I'll be there at seven, I'll be there at 6.45, 6.50. You get it? Like, just because I want, when I say something, I want people to be able to believe me, right? Because there was time that it, it happens to me a lot, you know, um, 
you know, I'm again Latino community. You know, it'd be like, oh, let's meet up at seven. I'm there at six forty-five, and you know, seven o five, seven ten, seven fifteen. Then I get the text. I'm running late and all that. And again, depending on the context, it matters more. If it's a birthday party, doesn't matter. You know, if the party's at seven p.m. People get it there seven thirty. No problem. No harm. No foul. Literally fine. But if it's a church event, or if we're all going to a concert together, or a game together, and we all schedule a certain time because traffic, you know, we counted all that, then we'll be like, all right, well, let's meet at seven. And if you come at seven fifteen, seven thirty, like, you know, and it, there's no valid excuse. It was just you didn't prep on time. Then that that gets get annoying right because the way i started looking at it on top of that is being a man of my word and then number two not wasting other people's time so the way the flip side is let's say there's a person that's always on time right and we make plans together if i continuously meet up and we say we're gonna meet at seven i show up at seven twenty. And then next time, hey, let's meet up at 7. I show up at 7.15. And then let's say that's a pattern, right? Then I'm literally wasting that person's 15 to 20 minutes of his time. That's valuable, right? Because that person could have left his house later, right? He, that That's 15, 20 minutes more that he could have spent with his family. You see, like, that's how I started viewing time. Because, so, like I always say, if something starts late, and, it's, and it, let's say we're supposed to meet up at 11 or 12 or whatever the time is. And I'm there early. But let's say we leave 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes later. I'm okay in this sense. Like, I don't want to be the reason that we leave late. You get what I mean? So those are certain things. Like, those are little things that I've put into practice that I've seen great value in. Um, because, for instance, like, you know, I remember when I was younger... You know, it was my dad, you know, being the pastor. There was certain people that if they were say, you know, my dad would ask them for a favor, you know, and they they would, you know, come with the time, 7 p.m., let's be at 7 p.m. I remember, like, there's certain people that you were not sure if they were going to be late or even make it because it was a pattern, you see, because I'm, I'm, or human, have I ever been late? Of course I have. Of course I have. I'm not saying I've never been late. But what I'm trying to say is something about a pattern, something that you're known for, right? See, because, like, let's say, for instance, now, if I meet up with a person and we say seven, right? When it's 650 and I know I'm not going to make it there in, in, you know, if six, I'm not going to make it there on time, I always text 10 minutes early. So it's like I'm trying ten fifteen whatever. I'm trying to text earlier than the time. Like we're supposed to meet at seven. I'm not gonna text at seven. Like hey, I'm running late. No, I'm gonna text a little earlier because maybe that person is still at home, right? Or maybe that person is running a little bit late and they're rushing. But no, you see, like those are things, small acts, small acts that makes a huge difference. So this concept of time has been so huge on me. So. For instance, as I got older, there's other practices that I have developed, right? So that I'm never late. One of them is I set up 
a bunch of alarms. Now, I know that that sounds like a crazy person because, you know, it does sound like it. But I, I have most of them, a lot of them on my watch. So my Apple Watch. So, for instance, um, depending if it's a, a morning thing, like, you know, I'm going to I'm waking up to go to church. So I have it on my Apple, you know, my iPhone. So it could be like that loud. Bang, bang, right. But otherwise, I try to have most of them on my my wrist. And this is what I'm talking about. Why do I put a bunch of alarms? Let's say I'm at at an event. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what event. Whatever. But I have to leave, you know, at a certain time. Let's say I have to leave at 7 p.m. from the event. Because that, you know, I have to go pick something up. Go somewhere else. I have another engagement that I got to go to. So what I would do is. I will set up an alarm again if I have to leave at 7 p.m. I will set up about three alarms. It could be two, four, whatever your number it doesn't matter. But I set up about three alarms. So the first alarm is let's say it'll be 6:30. So I get an alarm on my wrist, 6:30. All right, that gives me 30 minutes. So it's like it's telling my brain you got 30 minutes. Then I got one at 6:45. See, another reminder, you got 15 minutes, Alex, start wrapping it up. And then my third alarm would be 6.55, not 7, <laughs> 6.55, because at 7 o'clock, I want to be in my car, right? So 6.55, because and then that's when I start rounding it up, right? So at 6.55, start getting my wife, my boys, saying the goodbye. So by 7 o'clock, I'm in the car ready to go. And a lot of people might think, well, that that's crazy because... You're just like, you know, putting a lot of alarm. But this is the way I look at it. And this is what I've had, I personally have experienced because of this discipline, which is I get to enjoy the moment. The reason I get to enjoy the moment is because I'm not going to sit there looking at my watch the whole day. You know, like they say it's a birthday party, for instance. And I got there at, you know, four o'clock and I have to leave at seven to do the other engagement. So when it, once it starts getting like 6 p.m., you know what's going to happen to me if I don't have alarm? I'm going to start looking at my watch. Start looking at my watch. So I'm not enjoying the moment, right, because I'm looking at the watch. I don't want to be late. So by putting these alarms, it actually helps me to not have to look at the clock and pay attention to the clock, to my watch. I can just literally enjoy the moment, enjoy the conversation I'm having, enjoy Anything that's happening at the moment, I can enjoy it fully because I know that my alarm is going to remind me what time I got to go. So that's another thing. Those, those small practices that I've done for years. Okay. And trust me, my alarms annoy my wife sometimes because it'd be loud or whatever. But it's all good because it, it helps us. It really does. It really does help us. You know, so like, so one thing we do. So, for instance, if I need to leave at 11, let's say we're home, right? So, our church, or you know, our service started at 12. So, let's say, you know, I like to be there early again, whatever. But, whatever. Let's say I have to leave the house at 11.30, okay? So, what I would do is go backwards from there, okay? So, meaning this. So, if we have to leave at 11.30, that means that, so I would ask, you know, for instance... How long does it take us to get ready? So, you know, the family, me, my wife, and the boys. So it's about 30 minutes. 
So we got to start getting ready by 11. Then we go, uh, how long does it take us to take showers or do this, do that? Oh, that's 15 minutes. So that's 1045. So how long does it take us to do X, Y, Z? Oh, that's 10 minutes. So that's 1035. You see what I'm going? So I would go backwards. So whatever time you have to go, figure out backwards how long it takes you to get to do something and give yourself also grace periods. So what I do is I also do, for instance, I live in California, which is always traffic and car accidents galore. So that's another thing you implement into your time, right? Like the traveling. So let's say it's a 15 minute drive. It's usually 15 minutes, you know, 99% of the time you get there in 15 minutes. I never leave 15 minutes early. <laughs> that That's ridiculous. You never know what's going to happen. So what would I do? I will leave 15 minutes earlier than that. So instead of, if it's a 15 minute drive, I leave 30 minutes earlier. Why? Traffic, car accidents. You never know. You never know. And you know what's another thing that happens sometimes? And it even happens to me. And this is another reason why I do it. I get in a car, I turn on the car, oh, no gas. You see? Now, let's say I, I did the whole 15 minutes. Like, it takes me 15 minutes to get there. And I get in a car, and I get now I see I have to put in gas. So, you see, certain things like that. So, I prepare for the worst. Again, this is not... I know everybody can't do this all the time, and I don't. I can't even do it every single, 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 single time. But it is a habit. It's a pattern that I do. So it is a huge part of how I do time. Okay? So that's certain practices that I think that will bring value to you, that will help you, you know, if you want to, if you're a person that tends to be late or just has horrible or bad time management, little practices like this can help. You know, and then, so I'm going to get a little deeper, right? Because if we view time in the way I was talking, right, there's certain other ways that you could view time in correlation with other things, okay? So, for instance, viewing time like money, what does that mean? <laughs> so, there's this thing that me and my wife, she, she especially her, which I thank God for her, um, that there's some, there's a question that's always asked, right? When I want to make a big purchase or if we want to make a big purchase. And the way it is, is like, oh, that costs $200. So, and then my wife from that, she would deduct, oh, so that means that you work X amount of hours for that item. So, for instance, if you do go based on your pay, when you buy an item... You say, man, I worked three days for that item. Or I worked two hours for that item. So, and, and the reason why that helps, because, for instance, I work on a ship. So, I work four months straight. Seven days a week. Okay? Four months straight. Um, and when I buy a big purchase, you'd be like, oh, that was two days. Or that's a week's worth. Or that's two weeks. Or whatever it is, right? And that makes that person's perspective for me. Because it's like, man, I was I was out there and two weeks of my pay went to this. Is it worth it? Is one pay, one month, two months, 
You see, and then once you start thinking about time and money correlation that way, it will help you make wiser decision because your time is worth it, right? When it's, when you're working, you you notice how valuable your time is because before you know it, it's like, man, that's just crazy. A week already has passed, right? That's 40 hours at the bare minimum. That's, you know, most people, the average full-time job is a 40-hour week. So when you're... When Saturday comes or whatever, quote unquote, your Saturday is, you think about it and you're like, man, 40 hours have passed. And let's say it was a hard week, right? And then you go and you're going to make a purchase and you say, man, this is a week's worth of work. Then you think about it like, man, I struggled this week. You know, you see, you start putting this correlation of time because and then the, the, the product or the material or the item that you want to purchase becomes either less valuable or more valuable, right? Because there are some purchases where you'd be like, man, this was only a day and a half worth of work. And that's good when you can say that, right? And then there's sometimes like, ooh, I got to really think about it. I, I, I really got to think about it. It might be, it might not be. And then there's others, you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not worth it, right? So it puts... The item, the purchase into perspective. So that's another very helpful thing that I think we could do. And for instance, another way, if I were to ask you, if you could imagine, you open up your time, you know, transaction, right? You open up your your transaction of time. Have you been using it correctly? Have you been optimizing it? Have you been make, taking advantage? Have you been... You see, because God has given us a little bit of time, limited of time, right? And then we, we, we have, like, you could even think about of, of days, right? You know, you think about yesterday, for instance, and, you know, you spent X amount of time on your phone, which I'm guilty of as well. You know, phone, TV, you know, it happens to all of us. It just, before you know, it's like, man, I spent too much time on my phone. I spent too much time on my TV when I could have, like, and this happens to me a lot, which is like, Man, I could have been talking to my boys or playing the game with my kids or, you know, reading with my wife. There's always something better, right? So when you start thinking about time as something valuable, we start to appreciate it more. We start to respect it more. And then we also start respecting other people's time more because of the same reason. Time is valuable. You know, we time is fleeting. You know, I mean, today's December 31st. How fast did that come? For I know for some of you, it may, may have been one of the longest and most frustrating years and most, you know, such a hard year. And that happened to a lot. But it still came by pretty fast. At least I think so. Right? It came by fast. It's December 31st. We're already here to ring in the new year 2021. And we, I hope, that especially in the year like 2020, where it, it puts some things into perspective, right? Like, what is valuable? What is meaningful? You know, those times that that we, we, we took advantage of when before the, the COVID and before the whole that we can hang out. You know, I'm sure that a lot of us are like, man, I wish I spent more time with my family, right? Because... Well, before this hit, you know what I mean? It's just certain things like that. Like, 
oh, we can't hang out, we can't travel, we can't do this, we can't do what we usually do. And that really messed everything up, right? It changed everything. You know, so hanging out with friends, right? All these things, like all this time that we have. So I really hope that with the perspective that we've had and learned in 2020, that we could apply it to 2021. You know, and if it's with time, if it's money, if it's, you know, losing weight, if it's whatever your goal is, if it's anything that you're trying to get better at, I hope that we have a better perspective because we might, you got to remember that when you, when you change a habit, right, or you, when you want to change, it's like, for instance, you got to think long term. You know, that's something I fight with sometimes, which is like, especially with the losing weight, I'm always like, you know, I, I want to be like, how much did I lose this week or this month, right? When it's like a lifelong journey. And, you know, I again, I fall into it because it's like, I want to ch- change my lifestyle. But, you know, it's very hard to focus that way because, you know, we, we, we think of time like that, right? Like one week, one month, one year. When, when, when it comes to certain things, it's like, no, I, I want to be this kind of person for the rest of my life. So by starting those little habits today, you know, yeah, it might be small in a month, right? But what what if you, you started that habit and two years come around? You're going to see a humongous difference. And those two years are going to come whether you like it or not. So why not take that time and take advantage of it, right? So that, that's something I'm learning, which is looking at time in the longer, you know, when it comes to certain goals, like, writing the book and all that because i i'm like oh i want to i want to finish it in one year right that that's what i said to my wife last year and that that was ridiculous you know there's people that professional writers that you know take years and some take weeks but you know again everybody's different i don't know where i'm at because i'm not a writer yet but the point is taking your time like valuing taking you know making time throughout the day for the important things and again, those alarms really help, you know, you know, put an alarm to read your Bible or shut off phone or turn off the TV. You know, those are certain things that I got to even implement into my thing. You know, that just, just if it's going to help, if it's going to be for the benefit of you and your family, then you, you know, those certain changes are worth it in the long run. Right. Even if in the beginning, you're like, oh, I'd just rather do this or that, because there's certain things that. I've changed that I'm like, I'd rather do, trust me, I'm still tempted to view things in a negative light. I'm still tempted to be pessimistic, right? But I have seen that in this year, since I've been putting that, that practice in the beginning is very hard, but now it's so much easier for me to like detect it and look at it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to look at it that way. You know, there's certain things that, about life that brings up this, this like anger or this annoyance in me. And I'm like, eh, nah, I'm not going to look at it that way. I'm just going to. Think positively. I'm just going to look at, at what the goal, instead of like, instead of drowning myself in, in, in agony and in, in frustration and stress, no, I'm not going to do that. Not worth it anymore. It's not worth it. So my time is valuable. We only have certain amount of time, all of us, right? All of us only have certain amount of time in this earth. So let's take advantage of the time that God has given us here and let's make the most of it. And remember, do not conform to the norm. Rebel out.